That is the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. No, it, it is. Jordan, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that, bro. Don't look at me. Let's just kick this episode off. Leave me alone. What's up, guys? I'm Nathan. I'm Zach. We're your hosts for today, and this is the Kairos Podcast. This is a podcast for students and by students, where we cover and discuss questions of our current series. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are already connected with us on Instagram, but if you're not, go ahead and hit us up at Kairos Students. And an announce, a quick little announcement. Wednesday, November 17th, from 6.30 to 8.30, we are having an event called Bacon Night. Bacon Night is basically a night where you can bring all the friends you want. This is this is the night to bring yeah. all your friends. Come over. Um, yeah, just come on down. You can t- you can bring stuff bacon related. You don't have to bring anything, but it's highly encouraged. <laughs> Lots of people, which usually kind of you know you need a lot of food for a lot of people. See, that's a lot of bacon. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, today we'll be kicking off a new series called The Upside Down Kingdom, where we will be discussing forgiveness and God's authority. And uh, as usual, guys, we got a new guest with us today. Can I get a, a drum roll, please? Not on the table, but on our laps. Jordan Biggs, trellis intern, overall good-looking guy, has got a bit of a Joker haircut going on here. Very interesting. Wow. He's going to kill me after recording this because I said that. Oh, yeah. But nice to have you here, Jordan. How are you doing, man? I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited to be here. Also, just want to plug the fact that we are having a fight night with me and no. Nathan. No. Can't wait. No. no. Come to Kairos. You will see. No. No. Oh, my goodness. All That's right. Well, I'm glad... That you're here, Jordan. <laughs> I really am. And today, guys, we got something cool here for you. We got a new segment. We do. And it's called Strange News of the Month. I'm going to play some music here. It goes like, bah, bah, bah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Strange News of the Month. All right. So, um, Zach, do you want to I would love to hear yourself. So, a quick disclaimer, though. This is provided by the National Public Radio. So, this is real. This is credible. It's real. Yeah, no bias. So, how did a blue trash can from South Carolina end up in Ireland? (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) The the can from... (laughs) The can from Myrtle Beach made the 3,500-mile journey across the Atlantic Ocean. A resident in County Mayo discovered it and posted photos online. Officials say it probably washed away during a storm. <laughs> across the wow. whole Atlantic Ocean? What do you think about that, man? And it, it really take? lasted that whole way all the way to Ireland. I wonder Ireland. how long it I, th- I think they're actually using it as a trash can in Ireland now, actually. Like, oh, yeah. The article they have 100%. That is amazing. It's got to like, be some kind of cool Irish museum. I've never been. I want to go to Ireland. I did a only project in on Ireland, Ireland in a, only in Ireland history last year. It was, bro, it was imagine it, like they walk up and see like just a random trash can on the shore. Like, what's this then? <laughs> what, what's this? Well, why? <laughs> why no, are you trying to sneak in an Irish accent? What's all this then? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! All right, for our second strange news story of the month. Uh, so you guys know SpaceX, right? Elon mm-hmm. Musk's uh, space exploration company. They created a rocket that can take off and land. Um, and even though it's got all these crazy technological uh, advancements, uh, unfortunately, they have a broken toilet on one of the oh, SpaceX geez. capsules. Meaning the astronauts will return to Earth after the mission in diapers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my and they got about two months. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do they have like a decent supply of diapers, or do they like? Bro, I don't know, man. 
Oh. No, I'd cut that mission <laughs> short. That's not happening. That no is way. Awful. They, they said no they got a lot way. going on there, but let's just, I can tell. We'll send out our prayers over to all the uh, scientists over on SpaceX. Yeah. Hold it in. That is tough. Hold it in. Dude, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jordan, thank you for participating in Strange News of the Month. I'm going to do that voice every time. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> goodness. Uh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, Jordan, we want to get to know more about you, and I think the listeners do, too. So, yeah. what can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, so I just came here to Hope Chapel in September um, as a trellis intern. Trellis is the uh, intern slash resident pro- residency program that we have here at Hope Chapel. Uh piloted and started at Hope Chapel with uh, our lead pastor, Jake Zasky. Um, just a really cool program where uh, I, as an intern, am getting to get real-life ministry experience. In uh, For this first year, it's in multiple different ministries. And then um, in the years after, it's a three-year program. And then the years after, I'll get to uh, focus in on a ministry of my choice. Um, and while I'm doing all that... Uh, Trellis is also paying for me to go to school. Mm. So they're paying for my uh, bachelor's degree in Christian ministries and uh, paying for that completely free. So I don't have to pay for any of it. And they're also paying for housing. They current, they now have a trellis house it's here nice house, in it is, uh, Kansas house. City. It is a very nice house. <laughs> very blessed to be living in the house. It's incredible. But yeah, that brought me to Kansas City. Really excited. Sick. How'd you come to faith? Uh, so it's kind of a long story. Um, I will shorten it as much as I can. Uh, so when I had first realized that I had encountered Jesus, I was actually um, at a worship night with some friends. And uh, at the time, I was like going to a few Bible studies, didn't really necessarily believe or follow or anything at the time. But um, I was like, yeah, like I like music. I was in music theater at the time. I enjoy music. Let's go. And so I went with them and... Uh, I'll never forget, um, I don't really remember exactly what this guy talked about, but there was a really big black guy that came up on stage. <laughs> and um, I'll never forget what he said. I mean, I'll never remember what he said, but when he got done talking, he uh, started praying. And so we all started praying with him and everything. And at the end of his prayer, he said, I want you guys to tell God, Father, I open my heart up to you. And so I said it. I said, I, with my hands open and my eyes closed, I said, Father, I open my heart up to you. And I kid you not, in my head, I, like, I imagined and saw like my chest literally opening up. And I just saw a literal light coming down and going into my chest. And then my chest closed. That instant, I started bawling. Just like instantly. I had no idea what it was, but like I could not stop crying. And then right after that, they played one of the best but also most basic worship songs of all time, What a Beautiful Name It Is. And so that just brought even more tears, and it was it was great. It was so emotional, and it was a fantastic moment. But that was really when I first met Jesus. And then uh, since then, it's been a long, hard-fought battle, but now we're here, following God, loving Jesus. In the recent weeks, what do you think your biggest takeaways were from Kyle and Manny's sermons? Shoot. Off the top of my head, I cannot remember what exactly I learned from it. I know I have notes from it, but yeah, I have a quote that he had. Your mm. Christian friends can be. Wait, is this the right one? 
Yes, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Your Christian friends can be one of the biggest hurdles in showing the level of love we're called to. Mm. I mean, that's good. I remember that. Mm. What about Manny's? Manny's, um, his was good, man. Thinking about authority. Uh, this was just yesterday, so it's a lot easier for me to remember. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, man, it was good talking about authority, t- authority talking about the balance between um, having the power of authority and having the humility of someone in an authority authoritative role I thought was really powerful it was really um meaningful to just remember as someone in any sort of leadership leadership position not even just myself but anyone else I thought it was thought it was a really good thing for us to realize and for us to remember yeah I mean that sermon definitely was one of the one of the sermons that really made me think a lot I mean that was that's the first time in a while that's happened. But um, going right into our first little discussion topic, yeah. um, what do you think the difference is between authority and power? I think, man, that's a that's a good question. I've never really like tried to think about the difference between the two. But like, I think with with authority, you are. I feel like you're able to have that sort of humility that Manny was talking about. Like with authority, you understand what your role is, um, who you are, who you have authority over. And the way that you're supposed to go into it with humility, I think, is really powerful to remember um, for authority. And with power, you're just thinking about, okay, I have power over these people. I have power over you. I can tell you what to do. I can uh, tell you how to help me when I don't necessarily have to do anything for you. I think that's something that power gives a lot of people. And I think it's weird you say that because when I... Honestly, like when I uh, when I think about the difference between authority and power, when you say like I have power over you, mm-hmm. literally in my head I can imagine someone saying like, I have authority over you, and like mm. being someone who's worked in customer service for multiple years, <clears throat> like when like when I hear authority, like there's just like there's like something in my heart like that just like yeah. I, I don't like it because like power in my head is just like I don't know you take like who's the current president right now Biden like. Like, I have power over thee, or something like that, or, like, yeah. some anime villain. But, like, when I hear authority, I, I think of, like, your everyday Starbucks manager or, like, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. in my, I don't know. I think I have a hard yeah. time to, like, accept authority than I do with power, if that yeah. makes sense. It's no, that makes sense. Me. That makes yeah. sense. I don't, I don't know. I, I look at it differently. Like, I think of authority as, like, this is someone, whenever I think of someone like a boss who is in authority, while I don't necessarily like the way that they lead, I know that like, okay, this is a person in authority. I need to respect this person. Yeah, they are my boss. Right. They are the person that is over me. I don't necessarily think of them as more powerful than me, but I think of them with more authority than I do. And so like I give them that respect. I don't necessarily look at them as like, oh, they're gonna do me wrong in some sort of way. Like I think of it more just like, okay, I might not agree with what you do the way you think the way you lead but i mean there's not really much i can do i'm going to submit to my leader submit to my authority yeah that's just the way i look at it but i understand what you're saying yeah when i think of authority i almost think of like a general in an army kind of looking mm-hmm. over everybody he's like oh, i've got power over you i can tell you what to do you might not like it but it's not what i'm here for for you to like it yeah yeah and when i think of power i just kind of get the vision of almost like a political leader because i mean we don't really see many people like that nowadays yeah. that like control people in ways that they really don't want to because i mean to see that you kind of have to go back 
pretty far. It kind of goes along authority. I feel like you're earned authority, and with power, you've kind of made your way up in the in the rankings, kind of. Yeah, I think yeah. it's funny you say that too, because now when you when you when you say that, uh, what about parents? Do you think they have? Like, actually, no, this is a really dumb question. But, like, how do, how do you <laughs> – I'm going to completely annex that. Like, not annex. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, oh with your goodness. parents, like, how do you think you receive their authority? Because, like, for me, I, I, like, I know some people who, like, if they have an altercation with their parents, they can say, like, no, or shut up, mom. Like, if I, if I said that, gentlemen, I would be buried <laughs> six feet underground. I would not be here with y'all today. Like, so, like, in regards to your parents, like, I know, of course, you got the – honor your father and mother but honestly like outside of that how do you think like people in general approach that authority and how should we be approaching that authority i think i think like with, there's a lot that comes from both sides oh right? yeah i think with um like especially with people who are not yet adults it's very easy to be like who are you like to your parents who are you to have authority over me like i want to do what i want to do like it's very easy to have that sort of mindset to where like you don't necessarily think your parents shouldn't be an authority over you, but you don't you don't respect their authority either, completely. Um, and I think that's that's really easy to do as a kid. Once you get to an adult, you, at least in my experience and in the experience of a lot of people close to me, you learn to respect your parents' authority more. You learn to respect the stuff that they have. Um, told you the stuff that they have said okay this is how this can go well for you i want i'm telling you not to do this thing because i know it won't go well for you i know that this is not something that can go well for you and a lot of the time they say that because they did the exact same thing because they did something at least in that same realm of uh mess up or problem or whatever that you're currently going through and so like they know they don't want you to go through that same problem but as a kid, you look at it like, I don't care what you say, I'm <laughs> yeah, still gonna yeah. do it. Which like, it's understandable. It makes sense. Once you get, once you get to be an adult, I feel like it's more it's understandable. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see why, why your parents did some of the things that they did as the as your authoritative figure. I feel like Nathan, when you put it in the uh, parental state, I mean, I think it's nicer to say that your parents have authority over you than your parents have power over you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of how I think. But I mean, what do you guys, what do you think when you, th- when you hear authority or power? I mean, yeah, I feel like I kind, I kind of uh, addressed with over like with like how, you know, you, in your head you see like a manager and then like some powerful leader of sorts um, with authority. Because <clears throat> uh, I've definitely had a lot of instances. Because like I like to think, I can be respectful at times. Oh, interesting. I know, I know you're giving me that look. Listen, it's banter. Man. Jordan and I have banter. That's wow. all it is. Wow. That's all it is. I, I, I like to think that Kairos I Kairos fine night. Don't forget it. Fast. Be there. Yep. Lord have mercy. All right. <laughs> I like to think that I, I, I'm respectful, but like sometimes in authority, especially when, some, when I feel like someone is underqualified, I feel like authority, because I feel like authority is one thing, and like power is at a completely different level. When someone says I hold authority over you, that's enough to get me annoyed. But if you say I hold power over you, especially when I think you're not qualified, I'm like, mm-hmm. we're going to have some problems. Okay, like, I have two things. Okay. Um, one, I hope I don't forget either of them, because okay. in my head they sound really good. Um, <laughs> but one, I think, I couldn't tell you where exactly in the Bible it says it, but God appoints all of the leaders that are into this world. Mm-hmm. Do we think that that not only includes like, government leaders but also like 
your boss at Starbucks. Do you think God has sovereign reign over who, sovereign authority over who is your Starbucks boss? Say you work at Starbucks. I don't know. But um, do you think he has power over that? Like, do you think he calls that person to be the leader while they might not to you be the person that should be managing that Starbucks? Does he call them to it? I feel like, yeah. Of course, there's not going to be any dramatic showing like God did to like yeah. Moses. Like, oh, you will lead these people to the promised land. And you don't really hear nowadays God coming down. You will lead Starbucks workers to coffee or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, that, that, I, mean, I mean, that just doesn't really happen. So like, there's definitely like a big difference. Yeah. What do you think, Nathan? I mean, Starbucks manager? Sure. Any, uh, any sort of manager in that sort of sense. I mean... Yes, yes. I, I mean, I, I, I do, I do believe that. Like, is it is it hard to like accept it? No, without a yeah, doubt. Oh, without yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Without like, a doubt. Absolutely. Because like in my head, I was trying to think of ways that I could refute that. But, like honestly, it, it like it's a, a great sim like symbol for like political leaders. Yeah. Like not to get too political, but like no, God yeah. has appointed those in our government. Mm-hmm. So why is it not the same here? It's not at the same level. But, no, like, they're not running yes. things. But, yeah. Like, like yeah, of course. Like I think I believe in God's providence, and I mm-hmm. believe that He has a plan for everything, and that it will play out the way He has planned it to play out. So, you know, I, I do believe that they have been appointed. Yeah, like you like you said. Yeah, and uh, I want to say that it's in First Peter where He talks about respecting your leaders, respecting the authority that is set in front of you. At this time when He's saying this, He ha- Nero is the king, and this guy is just man, I could be completely wrong on this. And if I am Cairo's podcast, I completely apologize. Um, but like he's the king and he's just absolutely crazy. And he like hates Christians, murders them, like absolutely terrible king, especially to Christians. And Peter is telling us to respect our authority in that time. That's what he's speaking to. Dang. Having a king like at, at that time. And he's still saying, respect your authority, respect those who are in authority because these people are appointed by God. While they might not necessarily be qualified or be the kind of person that is following God or anything, they could be an atheist, but they are following, they they are appointed by God and God calls us to respect our authority. And so that is what I believe we are called to do. We'll be back after this quick break. (laughs) The prep for a Sunday morning can always be stressful, especially when you're carrying around that morning stank. You don't want to mask that with some of our competitors' fragrances. Why walk around smelling like a high schooler when you can smell like so much more? Introducing the Heavenly Scent Collection. Not only will you be walking in faith, but you'll smell like it too. Nothing captures the sense of godliness like this fragrance. It's time for something new. The Heavenly Scent Collection for men and for women. Dude, I, okay, a little bit off topic, but I mean, I cannot stop thinking about Bacon Night. What? I can't stop thinking about Bacon Night, dude. It's coming up quick. I'm so hyped. Dude, what are you, what are you doing? We stopped talking about that a while ago. Man, I just, I'm hungry, dude. Can you, can you forgive me, man? For being on topic? Yeah, for me, just, for, I'm sorry. I've, can you forgive me for everything? You know what, Zach? 
yes, I forgive you. And it's it's funny. It's it's funny you should say that about forgiveness because our next topic is about forgiveness. That was completely staged, by the way. Just eat it. Great <laughs> transition, guys. That was great. Awful. I great. love that one. So, speaking of forgiveness, <laughs> um, do you guys find it harder? To forgive yourselves or harder to forgive others? Myself. By a mile. Why? Um, I'm such a forgiving person. I feel... <laughs> That's very horrible. I know. <laughs> I'm, <so> <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm usually... <laughs> no, sorry. You're very, you're very forgiving, sir. I, I feel like I am a pretty forgiving person, personally, sometimes. I mean, um, I mean, yeah, of course there's times where it's tougher, but forgiving myself is so hard on me mentally because I talk to more people more than I talk to myself, and more people are going to mess up more than I mess up, and so I forgive them, someone else messes up, I forgive them, and I forget about the other ones from earlier. But if oh, it's just yeah. me, I'm not going to forget it. That's just kind of the way I will. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Zach, like... It's much easier for me to forgive other people rather than to forgive myself. Um, like Zach, I am very big into my humility and I am just very forgiving of other people. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, if I'm being completely transparent right now, like I still have things in my life that I haven't completely forgiven myself for, hurt that I've caused other people. Like I haven't completely forgiven myself for different things that I've done, different things that I've been a part of in my life. And so it's hard, man. For me personally, it's just hard. It's funny you should say that. I, I've been saying that a lot this episode, by the way. I'm sorry. But um, I, I don't want to sound like, a, I don't want this to sound like a broken record, but I'm exactly the same way. Mm. But one thing that I've realized is, is that normally when we find it hardest to forgive ourselves, that means we tend to care more about others. Mm. So with that being said, um, I'm gonna provide a scenario for you. This, okay. this is gonna be really out of pocket. So let's right. say, let's say, <clears throat> your best friend. Do you guys have? I know. I know Zach. You're an only child. Are you an only child? No, I have a sister. You have a sister. Okay. So let's just imagine that we all have sisters. Like, or like, let's say you have a sister. I have. I have my brother. You have your sister. Your best friend, like, hurts your sister, in any way. But like, it hurts her really, really bad. Now, <clears throat> now, like, and like, let's say, like, there are some. There's some situations where you could have done to prevent that from happening. Now, would you would you find it harder to forgive yourself from letting that happen, or would you find it harder to forgive your friend for what he did? I say forgive your friend, because I mean, first of all, that's just not what the bro really? should do. Yeah, would I, you I, harder I, to forgive your friend. I mean, I feel like in that sense, I'm not responsible for my actions because they caused it. I mean, that's that's such an aggressive way to approach it, but I mean, if you have somebody that close to you. Both sides, if you have someone that close to you and they get in a fight, it's hard to break it up, I guess. Yeah. What about poorly put. Yeah. That's a really extreme situation, but yeah. like... Yeah, it's... I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like... I feel like I'd be able to give a better answer if this was like a super detailed story scenario. Yeah. But I don't like, want to get de- No, it's, that's fine. Yeah. That, yeah. We don't need to get detailed into it. But like... I don't know. I'd probably say uh, it'd be harder to forgive my friend just because like... He knows. He knows what not to do. It's on him. Uh, yeah, I just I think of it more in that sense. Like, at least me being a grown up, my sister being a grown up, like, 
I would assume this guy would be a grown-up too. Um, he's old enough to know what to do and what not to do. I, w- I wouldn't necessarily have a hard time forgiving, uh, forgiving myself for, let's say, I could have done something to prevent it. He shouldn't have done it, I guess, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, for me, weirdly enough, like, yeah, I would. I don't, I don't think I'd be able to forgive my friend, but I'd still find a way to, like, bash oh, yeah. myself. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if I, if I, like, if I was, if, if I, I maybe, I might have been able to do this, I might have mm-hmm. been able to do that. Like, if someone went and hurt my brother just, oh, yeah. Like, and I know them, like, <clears throat> like, let's say it's, like, my best friend, like, my, my, Bro, I'll like, fight someone who hurts um, Josiah. Really? I'll <laughs> fight someone who hurts that man. Thanks, man. Yeah, but, yeah, honestly, like, I'd still find a way to, like, throw myself under the bus. And I think that just oh, yeah. throws a lot of pressure onto us. And I think Kyle put it in a way, like, it hit me hard. He says, like, um, and this is, like, more about serving others. But, like, when you put such an unnecessary amount of pressure on yourself, he called it a messiah complex, which I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. It kind of hits good. the head on the nail. Bro. That's I was good. like, dang, yeah. bro. I don't, I'm not trying to add like that. But I think he, he really hit it home with that. What are some times that you've been able to forgive somebody or where some times where you haven't really been able to forgive someone um man i'm not necessarily trying to go super deep into this hey but, you uh, go as deep as you want we got scuba gear i don't know why I said <laughs> what <I'm> sorry. <laughs> what I'm in so the sorry. world no say it louder for the podcast what'd you say i said you can go as deep as you want we brought scuba gear <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first. Kairos <laughs> podcast has scuba gear. <laughs> Come and get it. Wow. All right, let's go. Let's go back to the question. I'm sorry. I'm wow. sorry. Can, sorry right. can you repeat it just yeah. in case we forgot it? <laughs> sorry. What are some times that you are able to forgive somebody, or what are some times where you're just not able to forgive someone? Um. When I am able to forgive someone is usually when I'm the one that's directly hurt in the situation, just because, I mean, there could be a whole list of reasons why I'm able to forgive other people for hurting me specifically, but um, when it goes into hurting the people that I love, that's when it's a lot harder for me Mm -hmm. to uh, forgive something, like if someone were to hurt my sister or hurt my mom, like, no, it's... I, it's hard for me to imagine like really someone like severely hurting them in any way and me being able to forgive them. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, like it's just, it's hard to imagine that. Like, cause like they're, my mom and my sister are like the two people that I've had my entire life. They're my blood. I love them so much. And so like imagining somebody hurting them, it's hard for me to think about how easier hard it would be to forgive them yeah mm-hmm. all right um for me <clears throat> when it comes to making it easy to forgive someone else i uh <clears throat> i normally i'm just like you like i i'm i'm really quick to forgive and forget uh like i can think of multiple times in like middle school or high school maybe even elementary school where i got made fun of for the way i looked and like <clears throat> in very rare cases very rare cases like the color of my skin mm-hmm. or um just like the things I like to do, like me as a person, and I, I take no offense to it. Yep. And like, that's not to say that throughout time I've, I've gone like, became like especially when I was far away from the Lord, 
I became very spiteful and angry. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Up until, like, this is crazy, like, up until, like, senior year of high school, because of the people that bullied me when I was younger, I always saw them. I always saw the people that were like them the same way. Like, whenever I say, like, if anyone's had a conversation with me in that time period, if I said popular kids, there was always a distaste you could find mm. in, my, in yeah. my, my voice. Because, like, I, I just carried some kind of resentment. And I, I truly never forgave them. But at the time, like, it's like, oh, we're good. And, like, yep. I'll go back to being friends with them again, yep. and, and they'll just walk all over. I definitely had a lot of those relationships with people who, mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't realize it, but they definitely bullied me while, yeah. while I was in high school. And now I just, like, I have zero contact with them. Like, yeah. not even – and it's not, like, a purposeful thing, but, like, they've just – I mean – kind of happily for me they've just been kind of cut out of my life mm-hmm. and so I just I don't have any contact with those people anymore I have no idea what they're doing hope them the best but I mean it's it's definitely been a weight lifted off my shoulders knowing that I don't have those kinds of people in my life who I felt like were very prominent bullies and you know it's you know what's crazy for me is um <clears throat> like after like I've had my heart you know touched by Jesus like mm-hmm. Resentment is not a place yeah. where that can is not a thing that can reside in there. Yeah, and like I, I go to a community college right now to save money. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> save money. Go to community college. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm transferring to four year. But anyway, uh, I see I see those kids that bullied me and like some of them bullied me all the way up into out of graduation. Like when we're all like not worried about what other people think about yeah. us. Like senioritis is a very real thing. Oh yeah. And like I see them in community college. And, like, I legit made, like, I saw one of them. We made eye contact. And, like, and this dude has caused me so much pain mm-hmm. in middle school, high school. I carried so much hate and resentment. And I, at that moment, I saw him, like, and he couldn't even look me in the eyes. Like, he, we made eye contact. He looked away. And I, and I, like, in my heart, I was just, like, I don't, I don't hate you, man. Like, mm-hmm. and I, 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 it's, it's, like, it's such a weird feeling. Like, like, you don't, you simply cannot hate them. Like, you'd never, mm-hmm. you would never wish ill upon yeah. them. They're just, like. Like, it's not someone that you, like, you don't know. Because when you see someone that you don't know, you don't, like, feel anything towards them. But, like, I could only wish good things upon them. Yeah. Just, like. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, that's just, like, I know you're not that person. But if you still are, like, God be with you, man. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's, like, it's really, truly, like, life transforming stuff. Like, mm-hmm. how Jesus works and how. Oh, yeah. How forgiveness works in your 100%. life. 100%. Yeah, and I kind of I kinda feel like that I can't hate I mean, I just can't carry a serious amount of just despair for somebody because I'll, like, sometimes I'll, like, be, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so angry. And I just, I can't keep that hatred going. I just, like, I end up just breaking. I'm like, man, I'm sorry for just being so, so just terrible. Anyway, thank you, Jordan, for coming in. We really appreciate you spending your time to talk to us about our series. And thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Kairos Podcast. And we have so much going on on Instagram, whether it's announcements, sermon recap, awesome stuff going on. You can set up on Instagram at Kairos Students. And be sure to check out with what Jordan's helping with with Trellis. Uh, on Instagram, it's trellis underscore churches, T-R-E-L-L-I-S. And website, trellischurches.com. 
And guys, be sure to come over here to Cairo Olathe on November 17th, 6.30 to 8.30 for Bacon Night. Bring everything bacon and make sure to bring some friends. And if you would like to be involved with the podcast, be sure to reach out to us over at Cairo Students. Anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Nathan. And this is the Kairos Podcast signing off. Thanks for listening. Man, hold on. You guys can cut this out, but I think this is hilarious. <laughs> Zach literally has the Thursday night football game <laughs> up on his phone while we're doing this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man has to keep in touch with the game, bro. You know, I'm dead. I'm gonna, we'll, we'll put this at the very end. That's <laughs> so like, funny. No, no, you know, you what are you doing, Zach? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> bro, Zach was so about despair. And Jordan and I just like, making eye contact. Like, I'm like, bro, hold it together. This is very oh my serious. Gosh, I couldn't laugh, stop bro. laughing. <laughs> oh, geez.